Hey, it's Ken from Hawaii, and I have a thought question for you two uh, people. Um, if you could grow your cock by sucking cock, how much cock would you suck to grow your cock? Thank you. Oh, yeah, my favorite podcast is the Sick and Wrong Podcast. Cause it's a very good podcast Oh yeah Yeah, 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 yeah Lance Wackerly and D. Simon They banter about how the week went for each of them And then they segue into the stories And the fans vote which is the sickest of the week And then they do phone calls and emails it's a funny, 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 funny show. Sick and Wrong Podcast is a wonderful podcast. It's a miraculous podcast. It's like the best podcast in the whole wide, wide, wide world. Good evening. Welcome to Sick and Wrong, the world's source for antisocial commentary. I'm your host, T. Simon. Lance Wackerly here. What's up there, Wacker? Not a whole lot. It's almost Thanksgiving. Holidays are upon us. Yeah, don't remind me. I, I, I fucking hate the holidays. I hate the holidays. I just do. It's a I very mean, lonely time for me. You know, you got you, you hate the holidays too. It's just more things to deal with. I like the boozing. Well, the boozing is cool, but I mean now it's like get, uh, you got to deal with things. Are you gonna get the little manservant a uh, Christmas present? <laughs> Yeah, I gave the uh, little cat servant a uh, gift today that he's not particularly fond of. Mm. I've, um, yeah, graduated to the amber toilet ring in my toilet training. Hmm, nice. So the way it works is uh, initially you get him to to shit in this toilet-shaped litter box. Then you put it on top of the toilet. You get him trained to shit in that. And then you swap out the tray with an orange tray that has a hole in the middle. So, but okay. it's a smaller hole. How's he doing with that? He doesn't like it. I just, uh, I just did it today. Doesn't like it, or is shitting all over the floor? I don't know yet. That's what I'm. I'm waiting to see. Because I, I did make it, it all backed up. I did it this morning, and he was like really curious, like you know what, what is going on? Sticking his head in the hole, like just kind of like what's going on? But I have not seen any cat turds in the hole in the in the tray yet. It makes you wonder because you read the instructions. They're like, you know, your cat might object, and then he will probably I object. He will probably deposit his fecal matter under your bed. Right. It's like, do cats do that? Are they that vengeful? I don't know. You're you're a living experiment. You're living in an experiment. So find out. Well, my goal here is to. This is what I want to do. I want to train him to take a shit in the toilet so I can videotape it and then send it to you. So you can uh, so you can see it that I actually a- accomplished this. This is the only reason Send why it to I'm me doing so this. I can see it. No, because you don't believe it. You do I not believe it. I I've heard of it before. I just don't think it was going to work out for you. Yeah, exactly. And that's I'm only doing this to defy you. That's right. the only reason why I'm. He's th- I'll that's admit why I was I'm wrong. I'm disrupting my cat's natural behavior to tell Wackerly to fuck off. That's the whole reason why I'm doing this. I'll admit when I was wrong if I'm wrong. All right, I'm going. When you see a turd coming out of my hairless cat's asshole into the toilet and hear me say fuck off Wackerly in a video, I will have won. 
What if it looks like it's photoshopped? <laughs> it's a video. I would have to like somehow get the video um, experience to be able to go into and, and, and Photoshop a Final Cut Pro video. I can't do that. I can't fake a video. I don't, I'm not that skilled. I could fake a video of your cat shitting. <laughs> what am I going to like drop, like cut it so I drop a turd? Yeah. Like I hold up a turd, put it Jump in. Jump cut, bro. I'm not going to do that. This is what it, we're going to get like the Zapruder film now. Like <laughs> from certain angles, I could see a shit coming out of the cat's ass. There's no way the shit would have flown in this direction out of its butthole. I will post this video to the, to my Facebook page and uh, the fans can see it and they will know that I have won in the cat shitting experiment. Hmm. That's, that's what's going on here. So if you leave for like a week or a weekend, you just come back and there's like 15 cat turds floating in your human toilet. Yeah, I guess I probably have. I don't think I'm going to be able to train mm. him to flush the toilet. <laughs> That's next. That's yeah. I need the cat whisperer. Did you see that guy? Have you ever seen that of guy? Of course he's I've like, seen that guy. I love that show. He's got that bass guitar, like case with all his yep. cat shit in it. Cat shit in it. He's got his, he's got his crazy facial hair. His cat psychological tools. Yeah. He's got like a lightning bolt in his uh, beard. I mean, I don't watch the show to watch that asshole, or I don't even give a shit about the cats, really. But the best part about that show are the uh, horrible relationships that are on display. I always feel bad for the boyfriend. Oh, no, sometimes it's the guy's cat, and the girl wants to get rid of it. But usually there was, it's there was the one where There was one where it was like, you know, like, sort of, you know, like a 40-year-old guy. Wink. <laughs> with like this super hot like 25 year old girlfriend and she like wouldn't do it she loved the cat but she wouldn't do anything for the cat like he had to build all these cat trees and he had to change the litter box and the cat would get like you know caught inside the wall of their loft and he would have to go to find the cat and the girl's just constantly weeping <laughs> i was just like dude it's his cat though right? i know she's hot no it was her cat she was the one who's who's you know couldn't bear the thought of getting rid of this piece of shit cat and this guy was just bending over backwards to get his cock into this lady. At that point, it's like, you know, it's your cat. If you're not going to deal with it, let's get rid of it. But if it's my cat, of course I'll, I'll go the extra mile. Of course. Take care anyway. of it. Cat whisper. Anyway, we're, we're not talking about cats here on the show. Today, uh, today we are talking about porn, prostitution, cam whores. Cam whores. Uh, auctions. To uh, to have sex with a prostitute or not prostitute a porn star like there see there I go it's Freudian slip I'm slipping in between prostitutes porn star you know there's a difference you know there's a slight difference a small difference there there's isn't a, a lot of difference line. between porn star and stripper I think they'll usually cross the line there are still those porn stars who they won't bang a dude on film that's always weird but they, but there's those are porn stars that will have sex with women now on film right like let like they'll like ryan know, keely she she won't bang a dude on on camera lipstick lesbian porn she's into that but she won't have sex with a dude mm -hmm. on camera i assume she'll have a sex with a dude off camera well yeah what do but, i know but no they, they won't have penetrative sex with a dude on film oh which do you think ryan keely would jack a guy off i don't i don't think she well, i don't think she does that either i've never seen it yeah, I guess she probably wouldn't do any scenes with a guy. I don't think she does scenes with guys. And there are a lot of porn stars. I think that's like a threshold. You finally cross that, then it's like, okay, well, now I'm having sex with dudes. And the next step, now I'm having anal sex with dudes. Next step, mm. now I'm having sex with black guys. Next step, now I'm having double vag, double anal. It's, and then it's just, it's all downhill from there. Slippery right. slope. Then I'm prolapsing my anus. Filled with semen mm. and venereal diseases. 
But uh, anyway, cam whores is an interesting thing. I, I've never been into that. Have you ever jacked off? Have you ever actually signed up and, and no, communicated all, with a girl for, through a cam? I think all the cam whores, you have to pay, right, to cam whore with them. Yeah, you get an account through like you a get website. An account. It probably doesn't cost much. It's probably like $2 a month, but. Well, you know, it's, I remember uh, Holly Stevens was a cam whore. Yep, she was a cam she, whore. She, she used to do, she used to do cam work like, uh, I think like four times a week. Right. She, she loved it. She thought it was a lot of fun because she could just sit there on a laptop and, and communicate with the pervs and they would tell her, like, you know, she'd have like a, you know, like a, a lollipop or something and uh, they'd be like, put it in your butthole. Okay. Ha ha ha. And you'd be like, Lance Wackerly said, put the lollipop in my butt. I know. And then you hear that like, bing, when your message goes through. <laughs> I've never done it, but I've seen videos of people doing it. <laughs> well, they have videos on like UJs of mm. these girls doing cam stuff. Right. I just, I, I don't know. I don't find it that arousing. Uh, I think some dudes, they like the interaction. So It's also more work than I'm willing to put in when I jack off. Maybe call me vanilla. It's just like, I just like seeing porn. Wide open beavers. Get my work done yeah. and then move on. Whereas I think some of these guys are like, I'm just going to do a ton of meth and spend the next two hours talking to some retard and telling her, you know, different candy to stick in her vagina, you know, or <laughs> whatever or candy she has on, on hand. Yeah. Or whatever implements I could see in the room that I can tell her to put in her vagina. And I think guys get off on that and, and that's fine. Clearly you know? they do. I mean, there's a lot of cam whores. They're making a lot of money. Well, this new website here, adult verified video chat. Not only do they do the cam thing, they take it one step further. Uh, what they do is they provide a way for porn talent, like real porn stars, to connect with their fan base via private one-on-one -on -one video chats. Purchase custom videos, or you can even purchase articles of clothing that the performers mm. have worn in popular video scenes. Because normally when you're, like, you're watching a cam girl, there's like 40 other dudes that are also typing at her at the same time, right? Well, that's what I was wondering. One-on-one -on -one -on -one yeah. must be pretty expensive. Yeah, I don't know how much how much this costs, but I mean, do, do, I I don't know if I'd find that awkward. I guess it's a video chat, so it's just like Skype chatting. But it's like, why? Why would you want to talk? Why do you want to talk to her so bad? Like, well, what are you going to talk to her about? <laughs> Fucking, I guess. What I mean, are you going to talk to her about? Did you see The Walking Dead <laughs> last night? I saw the movie Interstellar. <laughs> Wasn't a big you, fan. Do you like movies? <laughs> I like websites. Paying you, like twenty dollars. You a like minute websites? <laughs> to talk about websites and podcasts. Yeah, I, I don't know. Uh, I just don't see the appeal in doing that. But but this this company, Adult Verified Video Chat, went one step further. Now what they're doing? Because now I think you know the the porn industry has uh, seen sagging sales. They're not making as much money as they did back in the halcyon days of the eighties. Are they? I mean, I bet. Is that true or is yeah, that just a perception? It's, it's totally true. Porn, even females, uh, female porn stars who always made more money than male porn stars aren't making the same amount of money that they make for regular scenes. Like they used to make at least a thousand bucks a scene. I've yeah. heard now that it's like they're lucky if they get six. So the porn stars are making less. But I guess my question is, are the porn companies making less? It seems like there's a lot of porn out there. And the porn companies are uh, disappearing. Porn studios can't even really exist anymore because no one's it's buying DVDs. Day. You know what it is? There's like four or five companies that own all those video aggregation sites. Okay. And those are the ones that are cashing in because they have right. the advertising on their sites. The guys that own UJIS and RedTube and UPorn, Pornhub, 
but it's okay. the uh, you know just. I'm the, the owner of Uges, the CEO of the Uges Corporation. <laughs> I'm sure it's like some Indian guy who just owns the company Why? that owns like computers? all ten of those. Well, no, I think that's what that's the way it works. I forget it's called like Magna Entertainment or something. We we we've, we've talked about this on the show. That, you know who yeah. uh, decried these companies and stuff? Ryan Keeley was on the show, and she was yeah, saying I how remember that. You know, it's, they're ruining the porn industry. Yeah, it's their bread and butter. Yeah, because now people can get all this for free. So now, anyway, porn companies are becoming creative in ways to brand, porn, to brand their porn stars and to make money. So this adult verified video chat company, what they're doing is they're actually auctioning off the chance to appear in a scene with a porn actress. <laughs> with your cock out not just be like oh hi <laughs> no not- <laughs> I, i'm just walking through you're not, gonna, you're not gonna be an extra like in oh, the background no, you're actually going to film a scene you're gonna be the with you're, the gonna be the, you're gonna be the coxman you're gonna be the actor you're gonna be the ron jeremy you're yeah you're gonna be huh. the peter north the john know. holmes i'd have performance anxiety I just, uh, yeah, I, I would, I would just be humiliated. I don't think I could do it. Yeah, look at my just misshapen. Not only is it not huge, it's like weird shaped, and like my balls, like they're too red. It, not only that, I would be, I would have an OCD nightmare. So it's like, really, like this is, you know, I, you expect me to get oh, naked fills. here, put my genitals on this, and what, what, where has she been? I know she's been tested, but who tested her? I would have so much anxiety. Hmm. Maybe they'll come to your place. It make you feel comfortable and have it here. Well, then I'd be worried about her being in my bed. Who'd she have sex with like two hours ago? And what about That's my true. cat? Where's my Jesus cat? Christ. It would be awful. Anyway, the porn star here that you could uh, you could have sex with is named Dillian Harper. Have you seen her? Yep. Dillian. Where'd you get that name? Dillian. I think she just doesn't know how to spell. She she wanted to. <laughs> she thinks for, it's Dylan. She thinks she it's probably pronounced. Yeah, you're probably like. You know, you're reading the card when she's re- reserving a table at the restaurant you work at. Uh, Dillian Harper. Uh, it's Dylan. <laughs> Says Dillian, you stupid Says- cunt. <laughs> she's a weird looking chick. I mean, conventionally, I guess she'd be attractive. She's kind of conventional porn star look. Yeah. I just, I'm not that she's not like that. a. She's not like a, you know, n- drop dead beauty where she would be like actually modeling. And that's why she's in porn. She's no Kim Kardashian. But Kim Kardashian has other familial support. Well, she does have that huge ass, but I'm just saying her family is why she's famous now. Well, there's also a sex tape involved. So really she is kind of a porn star as well. Her mom probably coordinated that fucking sex tape for her. Her mom is a director. (laughs) Um, So the auction page here doesn't blatantly state that the winner will have sex with Harper, but it's implied by certain requirements. What requirements are those? Uh, you have to go. Un- you have to undergo industry standard third party testing for STIs. Mm-hmm. You got to submit two valid forms of government issued ID. Um, you also this is this is great too. You have to the require age requirement uh, caps at fifty because that's one of Dillian's requests. She doesn't like old dudes. No old dudes. Uh, she also say yeah. Have- <laughs> what does she care? Come on. I mean, I could see capping it like at sixty, but fifty. Fifty years seems old. Unfair. You also have to have your own transportation to Vegas. The scene will shoot in late January, right before the uh, AVN Awards. And this is the second time they've done this. The first time they did it was with the Squirting Queen, Cytheria. 
You ever seen oh, her? Yeah, Cytheria. I have. Squirter. Well, Dillian's 23. Cytheria has to be like pushing 30 at this point, I would think. And in porn star years, that's like a six-year-old woman. Cytheria. But the thing is with the Cytheria thing, a guy won for $3,500. That was it. You'd mm-hmm. think it'd be like fifteen grand, but no, it's like 3500 bucks. And he his ne- is only like six years that. younger than us, so she's 34. She's born in 1981. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Like, so dog years is what? Like seven years to every one human year? Mm-hmm. Porn star years is like 10 years to every one human year. Well, it speeds up and then slows back down again. Yeah, unless she's doing like guilt porn. <laughs> Those years from like 18 to 25 go by really quickly. That's what happens. But then what happens now, like at this point at her, her career, she should be doing like guilt porn. <laughs> like that's the only thing she's going to be in. I guess. But nothing ever ended up happening. I guess they, there was like a transportation issue, logistical situation, yeah. and they, they never ended up having, uh, he never ended up filming a scene with Cytheria. Did the guy get his money back? You know, it's not Probably stated not. here. Probably not. <laughs> what a fucking loser, right? I mean, he paid what? What did he pay the guy before? 30, 3500 bucks. And then he didn't make it happen? What an asshole. Yeah. And $2,600 is so far what uh, Dillian has... Uh, uh, the bidding has gotten up to 2600 So how high will it go? Who knows? Yeah. You know, I bet you this Inflation. article is going to push it up. But, th- but think about it. Now, this is where I want to get here. So at first glance, the concept here that someone's bidding thousands of dollars to have sex with a porn star, it's, it seems like prostitution. Seems like whoring. It, and, and, and you go back. People always talk about that. It's like, okay, so what if I got a prostitute but a camera in the room? Yeah, so it was that's what I, amateur that would be my plan. And then when the cops burst into the shitty hotel room, you're just like, I'm making porn. It's art. Well, adult industry adult industry experts claim that it's not. It's but they're not. doing it in Vegas. And I, I mean, prostitution isn't legal inside Vegas, but I've been led to believe that outside Vegas, it's legal. So maybe they don't give a shit that it's prostitution. Well, in Vegas, I think it is. It, it, it might be in Nevada or in yeah in Vegas it's it, in the actual in Vegas proper it's legal but yeah in Nevada it's not I guess the uh, the thing is here um, it goes back to a 1988 Supreme Court court case called People versus Freeman the Freeman decision found that although porn performers are ostensibly paid to have sex they really aren't they're paid for they're paid for appearing in a film hmm. so it's the direction of payment so if you're giving this chick you know cash right after the scene. You know, that seems like it, but, but you're being paid by third party. So that's the technicality here. Oh, okay. The pimp. But anyway, I, I think we should uh, consult a, a porn, uh, a porn aficionado, a good friend of mine I went to high school with, uh, Jason Dreyer. He's a comedian now in Detroit. He's a friend of the show, fan of the show, been listening for years. And I, I've been wanting to have him on for a while now. Um, but this is as uh, you know, good a time as any to uh, have him weigh in. You know, I, th- I was trying to coach him into starting a podcast about cam horse because I guess he's super into cam horse. Oh, and, uh, I, right from the horse's mouth. Yeah, so it's all about. let's give uh, Dreyer a call. Um, I want to hear about his, uh, his opinion on this. Okay. Find out if he would be willing to do this, like if we raise the money. Because uh, we could almost do a crowdfunding thing for this. Um, we, we should almost do a crowdfunding thing where we send steel to have sex with this uh, porn star. With Dillian? Would that be great? <laughs> I think she'd be horrified. Do you think Steel would do it? I think Steel would do it. 
I mean, how much money do we got to get together, though? 2600 so far is a winning bid. All right. Well, I'll just dip into the t-shirt fund. Yeah, but I mean, we Make could start it, but we'll start up an Indiegogo or something, and oh. we'll raise this money to try to send Steel to have sex with send this porn star. Send Steel's pickle. <laughs> to, <laughs> to, to Vegas, Jillian's to the AVNs. Hot dog hole. I like that. Well, let's, yeah. call, let's call Dreyer and uh, see what he says. All right. Hello? Dryer. Yes. Hey, what's going on? It's Dean Lance calling from Sick and Wrong. Not a whole lot. How are you guys? Good. Doing all right. We're talking about uh, some prostitution, some porn, some cam whores. So I figured uh, we'd give you a call because you have some experience on these subjects. Then I do. I'm more interested, (laughs) though, in, like, the people that that pay... uh, to see these girls and what makes them tick than the girls because uh, there's just so many of them. They're, you know, it's the same act pretty much. It is true. Uh, before we get into that, uh, Dry, I wanted to ask you about how you, how's your comedy career going these days? Oh, uh, you know, it, it is what it is. <laughs> have, where where uh, have you been? Haven't you been going to like uh, Ann Arbor to do it? Yeah, not not recently though, but yes. And so I was telling Wackerly about this. So Dreyer goes to Ann Arbor, which is kind of like the PC capital of Michigan, True. and he goes there and he gets up on stage. And so well, your whole like what five minutes is all about uh, molestation, right? Pedophilia. <laughs> Yes, yes, me being molested. But as a as a thirty five year old, not as a child though. So how does that how does that go over with the crowd, the pedophilia jokes? <laughs> not not that great. Not, <laughs> not uh you know, it's not a favorite. Well the the best thing about this humor and this bit is you know, 'cause I'm I'm sure you talk about the science teacher, Gordon Bogalki, right? Oh, no, definitely. He, I, I was in his computer class as a kid. He, he never laid a hand on me. And this is what's great. It's like you're talking as a 35-year-old man, you know, in, uh, in like Ann Arbor, talking about this science teacher that you had in seventh grade. No one even knows who this guy is, but you're still talking about him, <laughs> you know, pedophilia. Same with uh, Steele does the same thing. Brings up Bogalki all the time. Um and it just cracks me up because, you know, it's like we find it really funny and I think it makes other people really uncomfortable. And that's what's funny. Oh, yeah. I mean, it, it's such a uh, a black mark on our community that you, <laughs> you almost have to laugh at it. Don't you live? Don't you live next door to him? <laughs> like six houses down the street. It, he just moved back. So this guy was a convicted pedophile. Went away for what, like eighteen years? And then I, I think only like ten, because uh, when he first got out, Big Jer and I were working at the yacht club, so we would drive by and harass him. <laughs> That's the best thing about Dryer. <laughs> you still remember that like you probably were waiting 10 years for this dude to come out so you could call him like what what do you call him a pedo yeah usually just pedophile <laughs> do you drive wait do you drive by and stick your head out the window and just yell pedophile well we had nothing better to do i mean we worked at the, the yacht club it sounds fun to me yeah and 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 well deserved 
Are, there, are a lot of people well, still yachting well, out of Bay City? <laughs> I, I, you know, there. I think there are a few, but I haven't been to that place in, God, probably since the day I quit. It's one of the premier yachting destinations yeah. of the world. Is basically. There's lots of like Saudi Arabian oil barons on their yachts in Bay City. It's, it's, a, it's a dump, but... <laughs> So anyway, Dreyer, the reason I was bringing up your comedy is I have a bit for you that might work. Um, <laughs> oh, no. So I was thinking you should do a whole bit where you actually do an, a reenactment of what it would be like getting raped by Bill Cosby. <laughs> can you do a Bill Cosby impression? Oh, hell no. Oh, you can Well, maybe that might even make the comedy that much funnier because it'd be a really <laughs> shitty Bill Cosby impression. And you could talk about... You know, you getting raped by Bill Cosby. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> I think it would be more like, you stick the penis oh, in the butthole. <laughs> I, I actually think it would be better like if you did it as like one of the Cosby kids, like Mushmouth or something, <laughs> being molested by Mushmouth. That actually, I think I like where you're going with this. That Maybe do good. what it would be like being raped by all of the uh, the Fat Albert gang or gang raped like, by the Fat Albert gang. <laughs> no one would really laugh at any that. Any of the other people besides Fat Albert and Mushmouth, though, like what were the rest of their names? I don't know. Who cares? Just, I don't remember. You'd have to watch the series again, and then you know you could just go on like into like other black shows like Family Matters and Sanford and Son. You know, and then this could it's be your big. this could be your closer, because you know you can start <laughs> off with the pedophile jokes all the way up to the the end when you need a big closer, and then just go up with the ga getting gang raped by Bill Cosby. I like this. <laughs> just just food for thought, anyway. You know, I was just just I was thinking about you the other day, and I was like, and I was also thinking about getting raped by Bill Cosby, and I just was like, you know, this is a perfect connection here. Well, I think I'll put a pin in that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right. Well, getting to the reason we're calling you. So we're, we're talking about this website called Adult Verified Video Chat, where you can actually one-on-one -on -one chat with porn stars. They're doing an auction right now where you can, you can, they're auctioning off the chance to appear in a scene with a porn actress named Dillian Harper. Would you do this? In a scene? Yeah. See, well, I refuse to pay. I I just like to sit there and like, you know, the the girl will be like hammering away on herself, and some guy will tip her, and like she'll be like, oh, thanks, Donkey Puncher ninety four. <laughs> <laughs> All right, wait. You're talking about what it's like. So you log in to this uh, this website and and watch the girls it, like masturbate yes after they but they all have like and now there's some girls that don't take off their clothes at all which blows my mind what in the hell and <laughs> I, yeah i know that i it doesn't seem right but people like the one girl the one night got a ten thousand dollar tip for doing nothing Wait, so you oh. can log in for free and just observe. You can observe the interaction between the perverts and the and the cam whore. Yeah, yes, it's that's the best part because the perverts the perverts will go off on a tangent with each other, ignoring the girls, and she's just like, you know, waiting there to get tips. 
for whatever she's doing because they have set amounts like get naked at like you know two hundred dollars or whatever. So you bid. You bid money to like get the girl to do well, things. Well, you just like you know they set their own limits and then the guys will each like chip in a certain amount or whatever. So it's, it's it's just like a a community activity. It's like a communal thing. It's like we're gonna work together yeah. to get this girl to uh, shove things in her vagina. Exactly. Huh. I like, but then, I like, like teamwork. <laughs> If you look at, like, the lower end, like, in the middle of the night, like, uh, girls that don't even have a rank, they'll just be, like, these crazy Eastern European girls, and they'll have things up, like, where it's $3, and they'll shovel a banana in their ass. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, Dryer, wait, if you paid to join this, could you communicate with the other perverts? Oh, yeah. You can communicate with the other perverts. You can communicate, like, chat with a girl. And But then they pay more to go into, like, Skype and private shows and stuff, which... Which is what this company kind of is doing. To me. Yeah, but, yeah. You, know, you know, this sounds like a perfect opportunity to uh, do some quality trolling. So you could go <laughs> into, like, a room and just start fucking with all the other uh, perverts and... Be like, choose me. You know, Donkey Punch 69 is a faggot. <laughs> <laughs> Could you do that? I, I think you'd probably get banned right away. Oh, so someone's moderating this. Like, there's like yeah, wet guys. And, and, yeah. I, and I think the girls control their room. I think, once, you know, like any, any girl on the hustle, once you start fucking with their money, you become public enemy oh, number right. one. Oh, so, so you just go in as a silent... Like an omniscient observer, just watching what's going on. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's the best part. <laughs> what's the name of the site you go to? I, I usually check out My Free Cams. My Free Cams. Jenna Jameson's on there. Who was? Jenna Jameson. Oh, Jenna Jameson. There, wow. Or was. Wow. Yeah. What does she, she look like she these days? In, I haven't seen her on there, but she. I. They had a big announcement about it, and who knows if she followed through. <laughs> I just don't get what, what people get off on with the, this Camor thing. Because it's weird. Like, you're in a room with a bunch of other people saying, saying shit, and I mean, do you, I just don't find it arousing. Like, can you jack off to that? Oh, no. Not at all. I, it's, not, it's not really arousing. It's... It's more entertainment than anything. So you go there just to spend some time watching perverts asking questions to uh, cam horse. <laughs> yes. Well, you know, some people play video games. Other people read. It's another pastime. You know? I don't see anything wrong with it. I guess. <laughs> so, okay, so this, this chick, this porn star, you wouldn't, you wouldn't pay money, like... Because I, I, me, me and Wackerly were talking about this before we called you. If we did like a crowdfunding thing and start and raise some money and started getting into the bidding process to send somebody, do you think Steele would uh, go and have sex with uh, this porn star if we raised enough money to do it? Probably. <laughs> <laughs> How awkward do you think that scene would be? <laughs> it would probably be a little strange, but he, uh, you know, I, I don't know if he could handle the filming. 
might have to up his erectile dysfunction medication. I don't think he could handle just the, without any cameras involved, just an interaction between him and, a, and an adult female. <laughs> he does like to even... be on film, though. He does like to look, which is good. Because, like, I couldn't do it because I don't want people, I don't want anybody to see me on film. But he likes to be on film. Well, I just wouldn't want somebody to have to pay for catch herpes. <laughs> well, I think they test. I think they test the girl, like, or you know, I think you're tested. The girl's tested by you know, industry standard requirements. So, so some some girl's gonna get paid to, to catch something from steel. <laughs> <laughs> I think we need to start this. Send Steel's pickle to the to. Uh, to the AVNs because it's actually what they do here is if if you win this auction you have sex with her with Dillian Harper one day before the uh, AVN awards so we would <laughs> raise money and right now the bidding's up to $2,600 so we could try to raise money here and get it up to I don't know maybe like $4,000 if we could raise four grand we could send steel and we would you know we would probably Wackily, we have enough money in the t-shirt fund to pay for steel to get from Bay City to Las Vegas. Well, we'll just put in a bid, and if it goes too high, then we won't win. Then we don't have to pay anything. Yeah. Are you sure steel still alive? We're pretty sure. (laughs) He was just posting on Facebook yesterday. Yeah, he was was commenting Uh on a Facebook thread on uh, Wackily's site. Because he, uh, they they closed the 7-Eleven by his house. Uh, the last time I was at Deja Vu, I asked if he was there, and the guy at the door had no idea who he was. What? <laughs> what? That's odd. That is strange. I wonder what. I haven't. We yeah. haven't talked to him since. When's the last time we had him on the show? Is that over the summer? It wasn't that long ago. Huh? I, you know, I I wonder. I hope nothing happened well, to you him. Should, you should definitely get a health uh, check on him. Well, Send we're gonna, the Bay City PD over there. We're definitely going to have him on the show for the holiday show because I think that's become an annual tradition. I like having Steel on for the holidays. It's holiday tips. Yeah, Steel's holiday <laughs> tips. It's more like it's more like stories of Steel taking his friends, family, like Christmas cards, jacking off on them by the dumpster. Like that, that's what every every year we've had Steel on. He tells a story about he gets Christmas cards from his friends' family, so it's his friends' children, and he jacks off on them by the dumpster. <laughs> Which it, it, to me that embodies the Christmas spirit. Oh, yeah, that's that's original at least. So, do you think we could raise this money to send? So, you, so you're you're out. You wouldn't go have sex with this porn star if we raise the money for you. No. <laughs> Dreyer has morals. <laughs> no. I, I I do. I, I I don't know. Maybe I was I was tainted by all the church going. <laughs> but Steel, I think, would do this. I think Steel would maybe do it for the fame. I think you would definitely do it for, you know, just the, uh, just to have Doolin Winklers. You know? Doolin Winklers, that's an old one. Yeah, Doolin Winklers. It's a good old From the Mill reference. I know, you know what? Maybe we'll uh, have to discuss this further and try to flush this out. Maybe make some project specific requirements here, lay out a plan, and then. Uh, well, why don't and then you just have, on one of the, have one of your fans to do it? I'm sure there's plenty of your fans that would. Be more than happy to go to Vegas and. But should we send Trucker Paul? 
<laughs> Let's send an 18 year old kid, like some kid that just turned it. Yeah. Yeah. Like some, you know, some nerdy kid that has maybe never been with a girl. Right. And, huh. Hey, you know, Dryer, that's a good idea. Maybe we should have, uh, you know, people listening to the show, if you want a chance to have sex with porn star, we'll do some crowdfunding for you. But you got to call up and tell us why. 206 666 I, w- I wouldn't mind hearing that. Because right now, I'm thinking it'd be funniest to send Steel. I would have preferred to send Bob Madigan, but he is dead, so we can't. Um, but uh, Steel, I think, would be funny, just because I think... I would, I would want to see the outtakes, because, you know, beforehand it would be awkward, during it would be awkward, after it would be awkward. The, the DVD extras. Would they make him cover his eyes? <laughs> Sunglasses. <laughs> I think they'd make her cover her eyes. <laughs> she doesn't have to see it. Be humiliated. <laughs> All right, Dreyer, we, we got to move on, but thanks for the idea. I like that. Uh, real quick, before we go, um, last text I got from you, you said that you were doing like four hits of acid. Are you still uh, doing acid? Like how often do you do acid? I'm interested in this. It's been like three, three or four months. It, it's, it, it re- you're doing acid, like blotter acid. Yeah, the, the good stuff, yeah. Where did you go to like some like hillbilly in Pinconning, Michigan, like up north, and just got like blotter acid? You know that was called like something weird, like Alice in Wonderland or something. No, it's it's it hasn't been anything. It's just plain white paper. And it's and it's the classic. I didn't even know you could still get acid like that. I mean, I'm kind of out of the whole drug thing at my age, but you're my age. Actually, you're older than me. <laughs> you're still doing acid. How was it at this age? Because you're, we're all about the same age here. How was it, it doing it was acid? Did you freak out? No, not at all. I had a good time. I was up north at some fucking hillbilly bar, and I sat outside and laughed probably <laughs> half the night. How many hours uh, did it last? Uh, probably a good ten hours. Ten Jesus hours. Jesus, like, that's dude. why I can't do it anymore. Could you imagine that wackily? No, I can't. I can go drinking and, for like six hours, but just ten to be off your ass. And did, what did you feel like after? What about the come down? It wasn't bad at all. God. I think it, I think it's high quality shit. I think that's <laughs> maybe the difference. <laughs> wow, you know, I and my hats off to you. I, I couldn't imagine doing acid. And you did just do one hit. Did you do like a couple hits? Yeah, a few. I did a it a few. couple of times. <laughs> I remember in college, I uh, tripped on acid with Dreyer, with a a, fr- a mutual friend of ours and his wife. And Dreyer went on this whole tangent talking about how the proper way they could do an abortion with a vacuum cleaner. And this girl flipped out because I guess she had had a couple of abortions. You remember that? And we and then she yeah. he sent us outside like he made us leave the cabin. Yeah, he got in trouble. It, it ruined an acid trip, but I thought it was hilarious. That's why. That's why I think Dreyer should foster this comedic talent of his. You know. Uh, well, I, you know, I think that girl hated me to begin with, but <laughs> especially after the. Okay, Dreyer, I got it. Pedophile jokes, abortion jokes, gang rape by Bill Cosby. That's your whole comedy bit. You could probably pull fifteen minutes out of that. That wouldn't be too bad. 15, 20 minutes, uh, Bill Cosby. and The most awkward 15 game. minutes of comedy. I like it. It's, it's good. Uh, it, it, it is awkward. All right, well, make uh-huh. sure you do this. 
videotape it and uh, post it up on YouTube. Send it to us and we'll put it out. I'd like to see it. Cool. Well, All right, man. hopefully that doesn't happen. All right. <laughs> we got to move on. Thanks for being on the show. I'll let you know what uh, happens with this steel thing, but uh, I, think it, I think this would be a great uh, outlet for comedy here. All right. Take it easy. Let me know next time you do some acid. Call the show. Call the hotline. Yeah. All right, dude. Later. All right. Later. See you. Wow. Dryer. I love that guy. I, you know, I don't get to see him very often because he lives in Bay City. You know, how often do you get back to Bay City? I'm going next year. I don't Go? know if I'm going to hang out with the, the Bay City crew, though. Yeah, maybe <laughs> I will. Well, I think a good thing to do for you, you, you and your fiance, stop over at Dryers, get like several hits of acid. <laughs> go to the go to, go to Deja Vu the strip club. Go, go to try and Deja find, Vu. Try and find steel. Go drive by the uh, the pedophile's house and yell pedophile out the In window. The night at the yacht club. That sounds like an epic vacation, if you ask yeah. me. All right. Well, there you go. I say we try to save some money up or try to do some fundraising thing and send steel to uh, have sex with porn star. I guess it all depends on how much money we need to raise, but you know, we'll we'll, we'll think about this. I think it, I think it's a good bit. Anyway, people, this is episode four fifty eight here. Sick and wrong. Uh, you know the way the show works. Send us your stories. We read them here on the show, and if we give you credit, we'll send you a sick and wrong care package. Uh, we got some good stories this week. Before we get to our first one, here's a word from our sponsor. Ah, the holidays. It's snowing outside, the fire is crackling, and there's a big jar of unused lube on your nightstand, and that can only mean one thing. <laughs> It's December. Yes, that time of year that we celebrate Christ's alleged birth with the purchase of a shiny brand new dildo at AdamEve.com. And if you use coupon code DIDDLE on your order, you'll get 50% off your first purchase, three free adult DVDs, and a free gift. Show your loved ones you still care and cram a brand new dildo down their holiday road. Support Sick and Wrong by supporting our sponsor, AdamandEve.com, and making a purchase using coupon code DIDDLE. That's D-I-D-D-L-E, like priests do to altar boys. Hallelujah. So the first story we got here came in from Gavin in Wrexham. Gavin says, the stories coming out of the UK are getting good. Almost on a level par with stories from Florida. You know, that is true. There's, there have been some great stories coming out of England right now. The UK is like the Florida of Europe. I know. It, it, it never used to be that way, but now it's becoming <laughs> the uh, ball sack of Europe. Is it the ball right. sack or is it the flaccid penis of Europe? I don't think it looks like any type of anatomy. But <laughs> no, I'm saying, anything I'm saying like Florida. a carbuncle. Florida was the, uh, Florida is the, the, what, the flaccid penis of America? Well, yeah, that's clearly America's dong. America's dong. Florida's America's dong. Maybe the UK could be Europe's genital ward. There you go. All right, there you go. Europe's genital ward. Nathan Robinson killed William Spiller and used dismembered body parts as a TV stand. This guy, he's the Bob Vila of murder. <laughs> I mean, is it just like the dead bodies just on your floor and you just put a TV on top of it? It's not much of a TV stand. I want to get into this. I'm picturing that he, you know, took like uh, some sticks some metal poles and jam like the head in there and then put like a shelf, maybe nailed it to the top of the head and put some arms to hold up like 
the side of the TV or the antenna. Like, I'm thinking he used the body parts to create a TV stand. Well, but it sounds like there's a lot. It, it sounds like the body parts are just adorning the TV stand at that point. So, so that's what I'm wondering about. Decorated, so he took a regular TV stand and just decorated just, it with yeah, body parts. Hung the body parts all over it. But I, I don't know. I haven't heard the story yet. So now, Let's see here. So a father was killed by his son. Patricide. Never a good thing. And then carefully dismembered so his body parts could be uh, used as a television stand. Uh, Nathan Robinson used a Stanley knife, a hacksaw, uh, and a saw to cut up the 25-stone body of his father, William Spiller, at the flat that they shared. So 25 stones. One stone equals 14 pounds. 25 stones? That's 350 pounds. That, my friend, is a sod buster. (laughs) That's a big guy. You walk on the sod, and it gets busted all up. You know, and the guy had a hacksaw to cut up this body. How long do you think that took him? Quite some time. Yeah. So uh, the 28-year-old is on trial here, accused of the murder of the 48-year-old taxi driver. God, this this 350-pound man was a taxi driver. It's a big taxi. Or, yeah, I wonder what kind of car he had. You may, uh, when I was in high school, uh, we had a good, a good friend named Judd. His father, we called him Big M. I know I've talked about him on the show, but Big mm-hmm. M weighed like 600 pounds. He's a big dude. He could See, drink. That's, that's morbidly obese. He, he, he died of obesity, but he could drink three beers out of a six-pack at one time. He's that big. But he drove around this van, this huge van, with like a, <clears> the driver's <throat> seat was like the size of like a love seat. You know, it was huge. Cool. Yeah, he's a big guy. Can so lounge. That's what I'm wondering if, like, uh, this guy, you know, had some massive van that he <laughs> they drove around in. Well, cars over there tend to be smaller to begin with, so. I don't think this 350 pound man is driving a smart car. 300 pound is not 600 pound. He could fit into like a giant, uh, I don't know, Vauxhall or something. Do you think this 350 pound guy could fit in a smart car? Not a smart car. I would like to see that though. <laughs> he probably could after his son cut him all up. <laughs> <laughs> um, the prosecutor here said that uh, Robinson killed his father on, uh, in May following an argument over money he said a neighbor who lived below the pair noticed in the afternoon of that day that a pink liquid was dripping through the ceiling of his bathroom <laughs> see that's the problem when you murder somebody in an apartment unit right you, know, you got somebody living below you living above you so someone's going to hear you know, hear the, the uh, confrontation. Someone's going to see the aftermath of it, smell it. You got to take care of all the stray liquids. Yeah, like that's why I'm surprised this guy. Yeah, you know, I, I don't think this guy was a very uh, thoughtful murderer. No. I don't think he's very conscientious you also shouldn't make of what a he's coffee doing. table out of it because then somebody can over, well, come over and see it. And that's the thing. It's like you invite someone over for uh, crumpets and tea. And they sit down and they're just like, well, that's an interesting TV stand you got there. Where'd you get it? I made it. And they're like, what'd you make it out of? Because it looks like there's a head and hands. And be like, you know. Looks like your dad's head. <laughs> no, it's, yeah, I'm a sculptor. It's a replica. Yeah. That's how you get caught for these things. You don't leave evidence around. Like Dexter, that's why Dexter dumped the bodies, you know, in the ocean. Oh, was that what was going on with that show? Well, what I thought did he you just had a Visqueen fetish. <laughs> I never got it. <laughs> Was it made it for easy cleanup? Now that you've mentioned it, now I get it. So the prosecutor said this diluted blood, uh, this was diluted blood, this pink liquid, because uh, Robinson cleaned up the crime scene with a steam cleaner, mm. which he went out to buy after killing Maybe his dad. Maybe he is quite diligent. You got a steam cleaner. 
He did. And, and not only that, the guy put a things to do list. So he had been, pre, you know, this is a premeditated murder. Post-it notes? Yeah. Mr. Spiller, his father is a large man, six foot five, uh, weighed in excess of 25 stones. So over 350 pounds. That's as high as the scales go up to over there. Once you get fatter than that in the UK, they're just like, oh, he's in excess of <laughs> our greatest <laughs> measuring devices. Do I wonder how many people in the UK really weigh in excess of 25 stones. Oh, a lot. A fat bastard. Yeah, there's a bunch of fat fucks over there. They always make fun of us, you know, like, oh, United States, they're just eating Krispy Kremes. But like, and then you look at the stats and the UK is just right behind us in, in you know, just girth and obesity. I mean, do you think fish and chips is really all that healthy? Pies. Pie, meat pies. Meat pies. You and know? all the lager. Bangers and mash. The lager, the bitter. And, and how much like how much exercising do you think the average None. UK guy does? It's Nothing. fucking rainy there all the time. Yeah. Um, so he says the guy weighed in excess at 25 stones. So when he says his body was cut up and dismembered, it would have taken some time and effort. The guy had a Stanley knife, a small hacksaw. It would have been a messy business. Like, yeah, we all understand that. Yeah, I don't understand what else. I mean, the only other thing this guy could have done probably is uh, a chainsaw. It would have been too loud. I and mean, maybe some like, um, what was that stuff they used in Breaking Bad that they put in the bathtub? Uh, I don't know. But that chemical. <laughs> yeah, you need chemicals. You still have to chop Lie. it. Lie. I'm just saying this would be a complicated, messy business. Very time consuming. So Robinson attempted to cover up the killing, create a things-to-do list, including paying the rent on the property and using his father's mobile phone regularly. So it looked like, he was, it seem like he was still alive. Yeah. yeah. Um, the neighbor had heard an argument coming out of the flat in which his father said, do you expect me to keep subsidizing you for the rest of my life? And I imagine this must be a common issue for millennials and their parents. But I thought there was, I thought the UK had, you know, you could just be on the dole. So why do you need to stay at your parents' house? Can't you just go out and be on the dole by yourself? I, I don't get that. Yeah, maybe it's difficult to be on the dole, or maybe you just don't get that much money on the dole. No, I don't think you do to get that much money, but you, you think he thought he had a better offer with his, maybe his dad wasn't on the dole? I think his dad was a bit of a pushover, and I think this guy just, like, you know, kept getting money. Because it says here that... He's so fat, he's kind of hard to push over, probably. <laughs> well, he said his, uh, metaphorically speaking, he said his dad here, he owed his dad 36,000 pounds. He had a loan of 36,000. Would your Jesus. dad... That's like 50 grand U.S. No, it's like 70 grand U.S. Oh, is it? it? Yeah, I don't know. It's I think the exchange money. rate's not that bad anymore, but uh, it's neither here nor there. It's a well, lot it's of money. Between sixty to seventy thousand dollars. My dad, my dad wouldn't even loan me a hundred dollars. Well, the, you brought the claw out. I think I've, I've probably borrowed like a couple hundred bucks from my parents. But seventy-two grand. I mean, no. you got to be a bit on? of a pushover. What did he? What does he? Does he have like a fucking really nice car? I just Where'd picture this guy go? to be a chav. Probably spending on drugs. Um, a bit of the old cocaine. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Some Dad, hip-hop music. I need to bother some money to buy some blow. little cocaine. Um, some Dizzy Rascal CDs. His father's <laughs> body Rascal. was found a month later after his father's partner, Glennis Molyneux, reported him missing to the police because she stopped by. Or she stopped getting text messages. She stopped by at the flat and uh, with the police, and they noticed strong smells flies in the hallway leading up to the property. 
Mm-hmm. They entered the unit and they found Mr. Spiller within the bedroom area. His body had been dismembered, cut up, deliberately and carefully and placed in storage boxes with items of clothing. His head had been removed, cut off, and was found within another box in a filing cabinet in the bedroom. And in one of the boxes was uh, the tools, utensils that he used. But apparently he had taken these plastic boxes containing the body parts, stacked them up, and put a television on top. (laughs) So this is kind of underwhelming. Was he trying to hide it? He was doing a very poor... Okay, so this guy made a very poor attempt at hiding the dismembered body parts. He also made a very lackluster attempt at building a TV stand. It's not a TV stand. It's just a bunch of boxes with a TV on it. This is like college dormitory level furniture. But just what a lazy sod this kid is. You know, you can't even you can't even dispose of your father's body parts properly. You know, this guy's a stoner. He spent all that money on weed. You lazy fuck. That's a lot of money to spend on weed. You got to admit. But I mean, he can't dispose of his his father's body parts properly. He can't even build a fucking TV stand. You know, <laughs> I'm starting to understand why the father was so disappointed in this child. I, yeah, it's like I'm sure his father every day was like, God, I wish I would have wore a condom. <laughs> you know, anyway. He had, the kid took like 7,000 pounds in cash from his father the day after the killing, went to visit friends in Glasgow, where he spent up to 300 pounds drinking, eating, and socializing. All the time using his father's uh, phone to send text messages. Whatever. The guy was caught. And finally here, this is what he told uh, the jury. He admitted killing his father. He admitted dismembering his father. But he denies murdering his father. How does that mm. defense work? Yeah. It's like a paradox. He just I thinks he fa- found him murdered somewhere. If I was this guy's lawyer, I'd be like, you lazy fuck, come up with a better defense than that. <laughs> well, if you're his lawyer, you're supposed to come up with a defense. But... No, I'd be like, I'm working with you here. <laughs> but it's like you're saying you killed him. You say you dismembered him. him. No, he says, he goes, he admitted killing his father, dismembering the body, but denies the murder. Well, sometimes when you kill somebody, it's not murder, right? Like in war. So is he saying... Or if like you're a, a police officer. You're saying it was self-defense? Like his or father just... self-defense, then it's not murder, right? His father tried to it eat him. manslaughter. Yeah. Man's well. laughter. <laughs> we'll see how this works out for the guy. I'm sure he's going to get some of that, that, that stiff UK law. <laughs> Three years. You know? Out on, uh, out on uh, probation. Is yeah, that the way he, it works? I'm sure he will. No tea for two years. Oh, they give him tea. Are you kidding me? (laughs) Anyway, what do you have here for the second story? Uh, This is another one a bunch of fans sent in, I guess. Uh, I don't have one person's name, but I guess they can uh, always email in and get a sticker pack, right? Um, This is in Utah. And it's a guy named Timothy J. Vafedes. Vafiedes. Was he like that? That's a weird name. I think it might be a fake vampire name. Like, vampire I am name. Count Vafiedes. What is that right. like a thing? Like a vampire name? Do you do like what's a how, is a vampire name? That's to sound Transylvanian. Yeah, it sounds like uh, from the the Transalp region of I don't know if he, that's even the Alps. <laughs> what, whatever, <laughs> you know the mountains with the castles because he's obsessed with vampires. And he's a trucker, and he even named his truck the Twilight Express. 
So he even likes, you know, the lame child vampires. A growing man. A grown man. An adult man. How old is this guy? He's 54. And he's obsessed with Twilight. Well, who knows? Maybe maybe the truck was called the Twilight Express for other reasons, right? It's not that <laughs> odd of a name. Until you find out that the person's really into vampires, then you're like, wait, you named it after the vampire series Twilight? Weirdo. Uh... Um, he's accused of kidnapping two women and using them as sex slaves. <laughs> So he's he's not only into vampires; he's into sex, slavery, and uh, wow, so you know, taking people prisoner. Yeah, so this, vampires this guy's are kind a, of into that. He's a pervert vampire, right? Yeah, things kind of go hand in hand. Since uh, since he was uh, accused of kidnapping the two women, four more women have come forward with claims uh, that this self-styled creature of the night, uh, and they're telling cops that they suffered similar assaults. And the trucker, who wears fangs, by the way, not these like shitty plastic ones either, like real ceramic replicas. Uh, he's alleged to met these women. Uh, one of them, by the way, is a 19-year-old relative. Uh, so he met them under, under pretenses of dating. They were all like, well, he started off nice. And then he stole my mobile phone and my ID, and it wouldn't let me leave. So what country is this guy in? He's American, right? Utah. So, the country of Utah. All right, state so, of Utah. Okay, so he's a Utah American guy. Do you think yeah. he was on like OkCupid? Probably. So Nobody on, uses that anymore. That's all Tinder now, right? So th- this dude's on Tinder and it's just like, yeah, vampire trucker. Which remember when we were Swipe talking about Grinder? Left. <laughs> remember when we were talking about Grinder and how it would never work for straight people? Look oh, how yeah, wrong yeah. we were. Yeah. <laughs> it's like the biggest thing ever. Yeah, no, Tinder uh, Tinder is a huge thing, yeah. And it's because people got sick of all the OkCupid drama, and they're like, I just want to get laid. Just give me the Tinder app, and I'll just swipe. What, there's some swiping? I've never even used it. Now, you know, as uh, Joe Kelly came down here uh, for Halloween, and he was right. showing me his Tinder, because I've never, I haven't used Tinder <laughs> either. Sounds perverted. Well, you're showing me Tinder, and he was like, you know, you get messages, like, well, or you get, like, kind of winks. That's the way it works. Like, if right. you're... They look at your Facebook pictures. They wink at you if they're interested. You get their picture, and you can swipe left if you're not into them, or swipe right if you want to like message, engage with them, messages with them. But he said the reason he likes Tinder is it cuts out all that bullshit email exchange that you did with OkCupid. That's what I heard. Yeah, where because in OkCupid you'd spend like four days going back and forth trying oh, to be funny. Four days, like three weeks. Ah, it's retarded. Like, oh, uh, do you like any books? So it's Tinder's kind of like cut to the chase. What kind like, of food you know, do you like to make? Uh, you yeah. want my penis in your mouth or not? <laughs> no. It's like, swipe left. Swipe left. Okay. Yeah, maybe he did that. I don't know. <laughs> but uh, so he'd, he'd meet him and he'd, but then they'd, he'd basically say, well, you're not leaving, you know? And then he'd use a Dremel power tool to grind off their teeth so they could also wear fangs. <laughs> wow. I assume there wasn't any anesthetic or anything with that. So wait, he would grind down their canines so he could like put fangs and make I them think, a vampire. Uh, yeah, it's not unclear exactly how this dental procedure went, but uh, somehow he would grind their teeth down with a Dremel tool. This is all accusation. It has been proved in court. Yeah, but I, I mean, people it... can look at their teeth and be like, oh yeah, your teeth are all fucked up. Nobody's going to be swiping right on you anytime soon. <laughs> yeah, but I wonder if they just smile and they have these vampire teeth. I think they the teeth come in like they're removable, but they fit over your little ground down nubs. That's how I envision it. Do you uh, think? 
do you think guys like this just disparage vampire culture? Or do you think vampire culture just sucks as it is? It shouldn't even exist. <laughs> oh, you mean this guy gives vampire culture a bad name? Yeah. Sure, I'll go with that. <laughs> I don't know. Because I didn't they, think about it. Well, there's a thing like uh, like my girlfriend, for example. She um, was going to a party and she was like dressing up as like some kind of theme vampire thing. She got especially made customized teeth from a guy whose only job is to make vampire teeth. Like this, that's what this guy does. He travels around. And she said he's a weird dude. Like he looks like he's like all skinny and he's got long black hair. Only wears vampire teeth all the time. <laughs> and he like models them after your t- this this trucker guy the reminds thing me of about a guy like this. The, the funniest thing to, about that to me is you know like our teeth have evolved over like thousands and thousands and tens of thousands of years. <laughs> They're just putting some fucked up teeth in and trying to eat like French fries. <laughs> like uh, I can't eat that steak because I have these weird fucked up fake teeth. Well, why don't you just go suck some blood, you motherfucking asshole? <laughs> I'm a vampire, don't you know? Oh, well, we're going to put you in jail then. You're not allowed to kill people and drink their blood. Oh, it's just fake. Um, I, I kind of well, blame Anne Rice. I blame Anne Rice for this. For making Anne this... Rice, you're going back to the source? Yeah, I'm saying she started this romantic notion. What about notion Bram Stoker? Of... Yeah, but Bram Stoker, or Bram Stoker, <laughs> Bram Stoker um, depicted uh, Dracula as a monster. I mean, yeah, hmm. I guess he, I mean, he, did, he, did, he was a bit suave, but I mean, he was also a monster. He's True. monstrous. Whereas, yeah. like, uh, Anne Rice said these vampires are romantic and dashing. Oh, the sexy uh, Brad Pitt, Tom Cruise vampires. And then that ushered in this era of True Blood and Twilight, and now you got this asshole. <laughs> let's bring yeah. back the monstrous days of vampirism. Uh, yeah. Let's, every time you see a vampire, the only thing you should be going through your head is just to stake it in the heart. Yep, that's the way Murder it Murder it! <laughs> If you see some asshole walking around Hollywood with fake teeth, just you're allowed to just kill him with a steak. You see some steak. fat goth walking around with fake steak. vampire teeth, stake him. He deserves it. Uh, he cut and dyed the hair of one of his victims and forced her to marry him. Um, he also they also say that he made them sh- he made them shower and sleep naked with him uh as well as uh he would beat them and sexually assault them regularly a couple of these girls he tr- you know usually when you're kidnapped you're like in a shed or down a well or something basement or basement uh this guy he kept them in his truck <laughs> really yeah some of them so not he- the same he only ever, ever had one at a time i thought he had like four at wow. one time in the cab of his truck but it turns out that he just had one well, and i I'm guess impressed. that's what happened is he got pulled over and somebody was like why is there a 19 year old girl with fucking little nubbed down teeth and she looks like she's like scared to death in the back of your car so is he like handcuffing them to like the steering wheel or something well probably not that like probably the handcuffing them to like the door yeah maybe the ankle Huh. There's just something in the back of the truck. Where are they shitting? In a Walmart bag. <laughs> you know what? I take back all the uh, vampire remarks I was just saying about this guy. I like this guy. Yeah. He's a trucker vampire that made a whole sex dungeon in his truck. Yeah. He's I resourceful. Bet you, I bet you trucker Paul would be like, oh, yeah, this guy. Everybody I bet knows you trucker Paul guy. knows him. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody oh, knows yeah, this yeah. guy. I know Jay, Timothy Jay. He's a cut up. Breaker, breaker, Timothy J coming up here. The goth trucker. Breaker, breaker, I won't suck your blood. <laughs> hey, if you got breaker, breaker, anybody want to talk about Twilight? Everybody's like, oh, Jesus Christ. Oh, God. <laughs> Turn off their radios. 
CBs. So, this guy's going to fucking talk about Twilight for four hours as I drive down I-80 again. So as a victim, would you rather be just trapped in a hole in some dude's basement or would you rather have to sit next to him all day, every day, in his truck? Oh, I'd want to be on the open road. You don't have to sit next to him. You're in the back. Yeah, but you're probably listening to his music. I mean, this guy, what does he listen to? Like Christian Death? Or Sisters of Mercy what's, or something. What's the popular vampire music of the day? So I'm saying like some kind of goth band or like Susie and the Banshees and then, oh, which I could deal with, but uh, you're just sitting there all day in the truck. It's better being trapped in a basement with no, you know, sunlight. Yeah, but you could get a little puppy or something. No. <laughs> They're not going to let you have a puppy. Now, I guess you'd, Where'd you yeah, get that idea? I was from Science of the Lambs, remember? Oh, Precious? I do remember. Well, no, you're you're misremembering the movie. That was his dog, and she got a hold of it, and he was freaked out. Oh yeah, because Precious fell down the hole. Right. That's what happened. That's when she got the upper hand. I don't remember what happened after that, but yeah, I don't remember either. But anyway, I would rather be. I just I don't know. I'm I'm fucked anyway. I'd rather just be in uh in the hole, not to deal with it. <laughs> You just want to be down in the hole. So I'm just going to be in the hole. You're just a hole person? I just, I like my quiet time. That's what I'm saying. I mean, I understand you probably have more escape opportunities in the truck, but I just like my quiet time. <laughs> time to think. You just don't want to have to shit in a Walmart bag. That's, that's another thing. I like I to shit in solitude. shit in a Walmart bag. Uh, that's it. I don't know. That's the story. I do like that he ground down their teeth. I mean, imagine that. You're like kidnapped, and then he's like, not time for your dental work. What in the fuck? Yeah, that's the thing. Like, Ariel Castro. You got any Novocaine back there, bitch? Well, that's the thing. Like, Ariel Castro, sure, he beat him. Sure, he raped him. Sure, he impregnated them. But he never actually did any dental work on them. Right. You know? Like, he's really into the Wolfman, and he's, like, trying to glue (laughs) hair all over their face. (laughs) Come on. What if he was into the Merman? (laughs) I don't know what what you do for a Merman. Scales. Yeah. Oh, well. Watch out for gothic vampire truckers. People, you can send in your stories to Sigma Podcast at Hotmail.com. We got some phone calls to get to. 206-666-3846 is that number. Before we get to our first call, here's a word from our sponsor. here to get to um this first guy's calling in uh telling us some slacker tips that we missed from last week hey guys uh, i left you a message a minute ago um i was going to talk about slacking but i almost got caught by my boss as i'm calling you on my job now so i guess technically i am slacking right now but uh yeah my point was um you were not slacking this guy's kind of a master slacker he's talking calling us to talk about slacking while he's slacking at work perfect that is a that's a great way to slack. Last week, uh, my advice is to find like a key role in a business where no one else can, f- can fulfill the needs. Like I work for a um, disability charity run by women in their mid fifties, 
being a 27-year-old guy, I mean, I came in there, I got the job basically saying I could set them up like a charity blog, you know, throwing out loads of, like, buzzwords and stuff. Um, <clears throat> basically, anyone under the age of 50 knows that you can just probably go to, like, WordPress and set up, like, a blog in seconds, download a theme, load that in, be splash bosh, you're done. I pretty much spent a whole year working on this blog, getting paid by these guys, and they constantly rewarded me and patted me on the back saying how great a job I was doing. But basically, I was just in the office, you know, tinkering around for about 10 minutes a day on the blog, spending the rest of the time just listening to either you guys or, you know, smoking my e-cigarette and just hanging out. So basically, <laughs> yeah, my advice is unite, find bro. a role which is so niche amongst a bunch of, you know, mid-50s people who have no idea about technology and, like, completely milk them. You get compliments, you get rewards, and you might even get promoted. Yeah, take it easy, guys. Bye. There you go, model employee. <laughs> this guy's actually the opposite of, like the typical millennial who just wants like i need an interesting job and i uh, i took a you know an english major in college <laughs> like this guy gets it find something that you can do that nobody that you know a bunch of people can't do even if you think it's easy find the dumbasses who can't do it and then make them pay you that's how it works you work for retards yeah you just go over there that's what and everybody just, does yeah and you know what you should do too i mean this guy could just you know I don't know, take screenshots of websites that you didn't even create, but that you can create something that looks sort of like it. Right. And then get, you know, that's your portfolio. And yeah, then you yeah. go in there like, oh yeah, design these sites. And they're like, okay, great. And then they hire you. Take a year. A year. That is, now that's some impressive slacking. Yeah, don't go quickly. No, don't that's rush it. And never know. ask. That's the worst thing. Like I noticed this in my old job. You'd hire somebody and they would constantly ask you like, you got any more work for me? My list is empty. I mean, you got any more work? It's like, Space it out, dude. Come on. Come on. You're making us <laughs> look is, bad. This is, uh, yeah, this is rookie junior level shit here. Yeah. Space it out. Take as much time as possible. Man, that guy. You should listen to that guy. You should write a book. Um, We got some really bad thought experiments, Waggily. You know, we haven't done it. Do we, we have to do them? I just want to make fun of them. But, you know, it's been a while since we've done thought experiments primarily because the thought experience we get just suck like they're so bad that uh it's laughable that's why i'm playing these ones uh, well the first one i'm gonna play well the first one i played as an intro it's uh ken calling from hawaii asking us how many cocks you would suck to make your cock grow larger <laughs> i'm not really I, I don't know i don't know if i ever was but I'm, at this point in my life i don't really need a bigger cock do you are you like, oh, I wish my cock were bigger? Yeah, I was reading a story uh, in the New Yorker about it. They did an interview with a guy with a micro penis. Well, if I had a micro penis, this would be a different situation, but I don't. Yeah, I was on. thinking about that. Like this guy, his dick was like two inches erect or two point five. I'd be it's much like, more concerned. Yeah, I'd be much more concerned. It would negatively impact my life. But you know, it's like my dick's average. Doesn't bother me. I haven't had too many girls complain. <laughs> no, it's been fine. So it's like, I don't really want, it's, it, other I things don't, to complain about. I just don't think of, there are other things in my life I want than a larger penis. So probably zero cocks, I would suck Ken. <laughs> However, Ken wackily brought up an interesting point when we listened to this uh, thought experiment. First of all, you know, are you coded in lava yet? That's the thing. It's like you live in a uh, state, uh, Hawaii, that's currently being coded in lava why don't you call us and give us a fucking lava report instead I think, of talking about cocks? I think not only does Ken live in the state, I think he lives like right 
underneath where the lava is coming out. I mean, so, yeah, lava is amazing. It's so interesting. Yet you give us no update about lava at all. No, instead he's calling us, asking us how many cocks we'd suck. He's moving out of the way of the lava while he's texting us, like, hmm, wonder about how many cocks you could suck. (laughs) Like, Ken, there's lava right there. It's really, like, interesting. It's of general interest to everybody else in the listening audience. Yeah. What's going on with the lava, dude? Give us lava thought experiments. Like, Wackily sent me a video of a can being consumed by lava. It was interesting. It's more interesting than the decock sucking experience. Way more interesting, definitely. Anyway. Like, throw some shit. Yeah, take, take some sick or wrong t-shirts and throw it in the lava and fucking YouTube that shit to us. Get That's what I want to see. Burn I'd be a out sick there all day tea. just throwing shit in the lava. You know what? Actually, can do that. I'll send you a tea, lay it down, and just let it get slowly consumed by lava. Viral, and we'll use that as a promotional dude. video. I would love that. Can you do that, Ken? Um, you would, uh, yeah, you I'll send you a free tea. Some lava shit? Come on, throw us a bone here, dude. Cocks, we'd suck to get our cocks bigger. Just, <laughs> anyway, that, that's the type of, uh, that's the caliber of thought experiments we've been getting. Let, let's move on to these other two. Uh, here's, a, here's a theme music. Second row, thought experiment. Hey, what's up, wrong? This is Aru Chavez, baby. Oh, yeah. And I got in with a bit of a, a motherfucking brain puzzle for you both. I've been listening to your show for quite a while. You do your, like, your brain thing, like you're thinking about what I do this, what I do that, you know? So I got one for you, you know, Holmes. I want to make you think, you know, make you think about it, okay? Your options are what you choose, you know? You either have to, you have to fuck your mom, you know? You gotta really give it to her, make her real passionate. You gotta go, you know, you gotta do it all, all the trimmings, you know? You, you can't skim, you gotta <laughs> eat out of box. You gotta fucking tongue a bong. Like a you gotta fuck her real good and blow your load right inside her, you know? Yeah, make her real sexy, like I'm talking French kissing, talking tongues, you know? Make her real good and even like blow a load in her mouth even, fuck on her tits, whatever, it doesn't matter. You gotta do it though, you know? And if it's not real good, like you get your ass kicked or something, I don't know. Either that or for the rest of your life, you can only listen to one song. Every time you want to listen to music, you gotta listen to just one song. And the fucking song is like uh, the fucking song from Titanic or something. My fucking heart will go on. You know, this and fucking whatever, man. Like I'm a bitch on a ship. Doesn't matter. Because it's a real shit song. And uh, if you listen to anything else other than that song, like you get your dick burned off or you, know, you get your face smashed it's in by a brick. Doesn't matter, you know? You know, yeah. I have a real good thing about it, man, because it's been doing my fucking head in on that. Would I fuck my mom's, you know, or would I, you know, the fucking Titanic song every time I want to listen to music. So no other music, man, that's it. It's a fucking brain teaser, Holmes. All right, that Bruce Chavez, Holmes, you know. You guys are the best, you know. Fucking keep a sick run on, you know. Yo, peace out. Thanks, Holmes. Is that Rollo's brother? Yeah, I think actually that is Rollo's brother, Aru Chavez. Hmm. What's up, Holmes? I think I'd take the Celine Dion song. You know, I actually don't mind that Celine Dion song. 
<laughs> I just would never listen to it. He didn't say you have to listen to no, it. No, that's he the thing. Anytime you yeah. wanted to listen to music, you'd have to listen to it. I would just stop listening to music and not have to fuck my mom six ways from Sunday. You know, I'd be kind of bummed because I'm an avid record collector and I have a lot of you'd records. You collect them. Yeah, but I'm not going to be able to listen to them. So what's the point? Look at the covers. I suppose. I mean, I could do that, but I mean... Yeah, I, I would have to do something else. I would, uh, you know, make collect uh, comic pogs. books or something. Or pogs. You know, I'd have to, I'd rather do that than fuck my mom. So I guess no music for me. It'd be a bummer. You I know? wouldn't be that bummed knowing that the other choice was that I would have to fuck my mom. Could you still I'd listen? i feel pretty good about it. Could you listen to podcasts? Yeah, it's not music. Huh. Yeah. <laughs> I guess that's all podcasts. right. Podcasts. All right, what about this? Not fuck your mom, but you'd have to fuck some kind of ugly chick. I'd fuck the ugly chick. Yeah, yeah, why not? All right, there you go. The dog? Might be nice. Just turn the lights off. (laughs) (laughs) It's not like I've never fucked an ugly chick before. No. Um, So there you go. Uh, No music for us. That was a good brain puzzle. Thank you, uh, Bravo's brother. And here's the last one. And this one... We've already discussed this issue at length on the show. Obviously, a new listener. Maybe he's a new listener. I just think this guy doesn't pay much attention to us. What's up, you fucking assholes? This is Captain Cockblock, son. I've got a thought experiment for you. What is the grossest thing that could accidentally end up in your mouth? And the example I have, uh, which I'm going to steal from... I stole it from uh, Always Sunny. Um, if you're just walking into a room and uh, like like water were to drop in your mouth, you know, so you're inside and, and, and liquid falls in your mouth as you're walking in, you know, the totally accidentally something falling from somewhere, I think that's pretty fucking disgusting because you have no idea where that could come from. And I want to see what fucked up ideas you guys can come up with. Peace. There you go, Wackily. Haven't we done this? Compus Rhea? <laughs> Compus Rhea ad nauseum. We've talked about this, I don't know how many times. I mean, that's the, the triple choice of which one. But is there anything grosser than that that could be in your mouth, I guess? Then Compus Rhea. A stranger's cum, stranger's pus, stranger's Rhea. The combination I mean, what of all if three. It was like, what if you were at that hotel in LA where the lady's dead body was in the water tower for like a month? And everybody's showering and, and drinking it. I would rather have that than a stranger's cum, a stranger's pus, or a stranger's rhea. Um, Is okay. there anything grosser than the Trinity? What about like some water from, uh, you know, like the Chernobyl nuclear reactor and it's going to fry your insides? Hmm. It's not gross, but it's you, gonna you know, kill you. It's, you're going to die a horrible, painful death. What about a cottage cheese like discharge, like a yeast infection, like from? What about just some cottage cheese that's been sitting in a parking lot, like you know, for three months in the summer in Phoenix, Arizona? Yeah, but how? Okay, you're going to become violently ill out of both ends. But if you had to choose, though, like if uh, because the I think the scenario smells nasty. Cum is kind of like, uh, you know doesn't really have a strong odor. Well, the scenario that we came up with is like, you're walking down the street, a stranger drives by with three balloons. One's filled with cum, 
<laughs> right. One but like you said, we've already done this. One is uh, filled with Rhea. Yeah. I, I can't think of anything worse than those, though. The unholy I'm, I'm trying trinity. To. <laughs> I'm trying to. So you're getting water ballooned with one. That's different than having it in your mouth. Too. He's just saying one drip. But, dude, it's, it hits you in the face. It gets in your mouth. It gets in your uh, <laughs> no, nose. I close my mouth. You, you probably wouldn't be nose. able to. You wouldn't be able to do it in time. I I kind of I have superhuman reflexes. A when fraction it comes to being, of a fraction having a of diarrhea the water balloon thrown at my head. <laughs> I'm like George W. Bush with that shoe. I just think it always comes down to those three. You know, I mean, do you think of any other liquid? It's going to be okay. Come puzzaria, because I'd rather get hit by blood. I'd rather get hit by urine. Cottage, old cottage cheese, sure. It's just, but those three come puzzaria. I would definitely have. But you're, change, you're, cha you're changing the experiment to suit your answer. It's going in your mouth specifically. Well, okay. I might but, take, I'm just saying, I just, I'm just playing devil's advocate here. I might actually take a drop of cum rather than a drop of like horridly rotten cottage cheese that's going to give me diarrhea for five days. I think I would, I would take my chances with the cottage cheese. <laughs> I mean, I think it'd be gross, but I'd take it. I can happened. get you some really old cottage cheese. That's... I just don't want like some gross cum. And I'm not even talking from like some kind of weird gay thing here or homophobic thing. I'm Sounds just saying legit. it's just some dude's bodily fluid. That's gross. I don't know. Anyway, compulsory is usually what it comes down to. And I don't want to say I've trademarked that, but I do think it's always Sonny stole it from the show. <laughs> I didn't know they talked about it. Compulsory. I haven't watched that show in a long time. They still do it. They still do the show. I haven't watched it either. Kind of got the humor got old. Yeah, it kind of grew me. stale for me. Like, but remember how great it was though in the first couple years. I bet you if I went back and watched it now, I'd still laugh. It's just I I watched it all in a row. But now that I've been away from it for a long time, I, you know, I kind of watch it every now and then. It's like it, it kind of reminds me of that Mister Show bit where it's like to be an actor, you just have to shout all the time. Well, that is true. And that's pretty much all they do on that show. It's like Charlie Day shouts at Glenn and, and well, he shouts. The, and he's the classic mook that was invented by MTV to entertain, uh, you know, teen, teen to 25-year-old male demographic. Do you have to be a shouter? You just have to be like a big, dumb, crazy dude. Like, you know, jackass is, is that, uh, you know, the whole, all, all the... Uh, humor of Ali G and all that shit. It's the same thing. Yeah. I guess that it's is like kind of guys a... in that demographic, which is a big marketing demographic because they usually have money and they spend it on stupid shit and they have low impulse control. They love the big stupid guy doing stupid things and fucking up other people's days, being really rude and inconsiderate. Same type it's, of it's guy. Very funny to them. The same type of guy that's buying one of those green man suits and running out in public and like knocking drinks out of your hand, stuff like that. Yeah, all the internet. Uh, you know, the those top internet YouTube stars now. They're they're all these prankers, and they prank and they, their pranks are yeah. I oh I knocked some guys. Uh, he just got out of McDonald's and I knocked his food out of his hand. Yeah, it's hilarious. And then they run away and it's then they run away. Funny, yeah, or they go into the you know. Uh, you know, a <laughs> scary neighborhood, ethnic neighborhood, and they'll like take black guys' cell phones and they'll get hit in the face. Do you ever see that? It's hilarious. Uh, some guy, um, uh, some YouTube pranker guy was like dressing up as Jason with a chainsaw and was like running up to like in some black neighborhood. Yep. And chasing them around. It's like, don't you want them just to get shot? 
Kind of. Yeah. It's mook humor. That's what it's called. The mook is the character. So it's mook humor, and that's what Charlie Day falls into. Charlie that Day is the mook. They're all kind of mooks put together, but Charlie Day is the king of the mooks hmm. in that show. Well, I still think they stole our compass Rhea joke, but whatever. <laughs> it's not like we trademarked it. It's yours to take if you need it. Um, yeah, people call some better thought experiments. I don't. I don't know. I, I kind of like Robert. Sort of the lava update. Yeah, a call us with the lava update. Through. That's what we want to hear, Ken. We're speaking to you and other Hawaiian listeners. Lava update. Someone needs to put a Sikorong shirt on the ground and have it get burned. I'd like to see that. Uh, people, uh, you can call the Sikorong hotline, 206-666-3846. Quick email, sikorongpodcasthotmail.com. Noah from France says, hey guys, Noah here. I listen to the podcast on Fireball and Jaeger. On France's side, we've never heard of Fireball until recently. And even then, French people hate cinnamon with a burning passion. So it's absolutely useless. Keep it sick, keep it wrong. But North Africans love cinnamon, and there's a bunch of North Africans in France, so this guy's full of shit. Why do? Why is he saying French hate cinnamon? I've never heard that before. What do they put in their eggnog? <laughs> That's nutmeg. Know. Oh, I thought that was cinnamon. I don't know. It's almost that time. I know. It's almost nog time. Seems like it seems like it was just nog time like a week ago, but it's almost been almost twelve months. This year went by quick. You know, the only time I drink nog is the holiday show. <laughs> That's the only time anybody drinks. Oh, I thought you were going to say the holidays. Well, no, people drink As it if over people the are holidays. Drinking nog in the middle of the June. I only drink nog though for that what two hour show that we do once a year. Yeah, I think most people only have sort of one nog consumption per year. Uh, can you even get? Are you are you under the impression that Christians just all through the month of December just drinking nog every day? I thought I, I thought are. Christians all throughout the year drink nog. No, that's not true. <laughs> can you get nog though in July? I don't think so. You could make it yourself, yeah. but you can't buy the this shit you bought buy in the store is like pre made nog. But traditionally, people would make their own nog with actual eggs and in buttermilk and whatever the hell else, else is in there. Do you think I would trust someone's nog? No. But you, you <laughs> of all your hatred of creamy foods, you every year you go and buy nog at the store and you drink it. I know, but I don't trust it. I just do it for the comedy. <laughs> for, for the show. For the show, yeah. Uh, I respect that. All right. Um, people, iTunes, listen to the show on iTunes. Go subscribe, rate, comment. Uh, we've been getting some comments recently that have been quite hilarious. I would read them to you, but then I'd have an entail me going and looking up the show on iTunes and having to read the comments. Too much work. Um, but uh, we do appreciate you listening to the show on iTunes, and it does help us out. Also, Sick and Wrong t-shirts now available at the Sick and Wrong stores. Go to sickandwrongpodcast.com slash store. You buy a shirt. I send you stickers. And uh, you can also buy a print. So buy a shirt and a print. You can be all sick and wronged out. Be a true fan. Um, Sickandwrongpodcast.com slash store. Finally here, Sick and Wrong Song of the Week came in from B-Boy69. He goes, yo, mofos, what the fuck? Of course it's a jumper. Wackerly, you muppet. When did the Rolling Stones ever do a song about clothing? I'll tell you when. Never. That's when, you dick. I have no idea what he's talking about. I have no idea what he's talking about, but I do like the fact that he calls you a Muppet. Sure. Um, I have no problem with that. No, I'm a fan of the Muppets. Here's a song about a jumper by one of my favorite bands, the Sultans of Ping. Enjoy. It's called Where's Me Jumper? Keep It Sick, etc. B-Boy 69, UK, 40 years old. 
sales manager. All right, well, thank you, B-Boy. I don't know this band, Sultans of Ping. I haven't listened to the song, so I can't endorse this, but um, I like the idea of it. Where's my dog? I don't know. It could be a Dizzy Rascal tune for all I know. <laughs> You're really up on the Dizzy Rascal this week. I just I like think s- even last week you said it too. I like saying it. I've been listening to Dizzy Rascal recently in the car. Oh, you have? Okay. Yeah. You know, in the Prius, cruising around, a little Dizzy Rascal. <laughs> Do you Rascal. roll up the windows if you see a black person? No, because they can't understand this. It's UK right. hip hop. That's true. Yeah, you know. Um, I think he's talking about sweater. Jumper is a sweater, right? Oh, yeah, that is true. So where's me jumper? Because in those prints that we're selling, we're wearing jumpers. I didn't. I'd never right. heard that term before. Now I get it. Yeah. So I still don't see the Rolling Stones reference though. When did the? Maybe I said something about the Rolling Stones singing a song about something or other. I don't know. Yeah. Who knows? Anyway, thank you, B Boy, for sending that in. We're gonna end the show here with that song. People will be back next week with uh, episode four fifty nine. Till then, take a sleepy. Karl Marx, he made a meeting mushrooms in the People's Park. He said, What do you think about my manifesto? I like a manifesto, put it to the test. So, took a trip down to meet the anarchist party. I met a goofy guy, he was hardy party. He said, I know a little Atman, a cuss and a kai. Said, I don't know what it means. He said, Neither do I. Eat natural food, bait twice daily. Fill your nostrils up with gravy. Don't drink tea and don't drink coffee. Cover your chin in Yorkshire toffee. Dancing in the disco bumper to bumper. Wait a minute. Where's me jumper? Where's me jumper? Where's me jumper? Where's me jumper? Dancing in the disco bumper to bumper. Wait a minute. Where's me jumper? 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 Oh no! Dancing at the disco. Go go go! Dancing at the disco. Oh no! Oh no! Oh no! Dancing at the disco. Go go go! Dancing at the disco. Oh no, oh no It's alright to say things can only get better You have lost your brand new sweater I know I had it on when I had my tea And I'm sure I had it on in the laboratory Oh no Dancing in the disco Go, go, go Dancing in the disco Oh no, oh no Dancing in the disco Bump, 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 Wait a minute Where's me jumper? 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 It's alright to say things can only get better You have lost your brand new sweater Pure new wool and perfect stitches Not the type of jumper that makes you itches, oh no Dancing in the disco Go, go, go Dancing in the disco Oh no, oh no, and my mother would be so, so angry And my brother would be so, so angry And my girlfriend would be so, so angry And my dog would be so, so angry Cos I was dancing at the disco, bum, 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 bum 
Wait a minute. Where's your jumper? 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 Oh no.